You're listening to The Ghost of Dog on The Voice of Dog. This is Rob McWolf, your fellow traveler, and tonight's story is Eat Your Heart, Your Feelings, or Both, by Leona, who works as an essayist and is writing surreal short fiction at Fur Affinity. Read by B.P. Rugger, The Ineffable Moo Moon, and by Yugen, Wolf of Wanderlust. Terror without is handled simply enough. We lock the door, we turn on the lights. We practice superstitious folk rituals such as salting the threshold or installing home security systems. Perhaps not all effective, but simple. But two unwearied lovers are about to learn in the hardest of ways that the terror within ourselves is not so straightforward. As the poet once put it, far safer of a midnight meeting external ghost than an interior. Please enjoy Eat Your Heart, Your Feelings, or Both, by Luna. What happens when you have a thought that you know is bad, but it can't leave you alone? There's really no secret benefit, nothing to analyze or fix, Nothing to recontextualize. What you're thinking is bad and you know it is. It's unhealthy, unhelpful. It's driving a spike into your brain. It's only making you feel worse. You know the healthier ways to think of these things. You know what you should be doing, how you should be feeling, that these things are just nonsense, angry, blinding, obsessive noises in your head. You don't actually think this. You don't actually believe this, and yet it is just here to take center stage in your brain, seemingly for the purpose of agonizing you. I I want to drink my best friend's blood. It sucks. You know those stupid joke posts you see online about clueless lesbians? You know those stupid joke posts you see online about clueless lesbians? Oh, I don't know what's happening with this girl I'm friends with. I wonder if she likes me. We've been living together for a decade. That kind of ridiculous shit. I've been sharing a bed with this woman for months and I have no idea. She still kind of has a boyfriend. He's horribly sick. I don't think I've really talked to him ever. She sends him messages all day. I don't even think he responds to them. She's just always checking her phone when she thinks I'm not looking. I've snuck peeks on it when she puts it down without locking it. The messenger app is just her messages in a long strand over and over with the occasional apology in return. Sometimes at night, I feel like I can practically hear her blood screaming in her veins. She's everything I'm not. Prey species, gorgeous, soft fur, poor. I guess we're both hung up on someone. But this isn't right. If anything, it's basically offensive. I'm a literal vampire bat. It's so fucking aggravating. I don't want to hurt her. I don't want to actually literally do that thing. I don't want these thoughts in my head. They don't even make me feel good. They make me feel sick. But it's like clockwork. 
I get near her. I see her on her phone. I see the frown she's trying to hide, and I feel hungry. Am I angry at her? Jealous? I want to stop her, save her, eat her heart. I don't... I don't know. I don't know what I want. I want to stop feeling like this. I want to feel like I could have a normal relationship. Ask her out. Tell her how I feel and have those feelings be both normal enough that I'm not a freak and for them to be just the right kind of feelings that she'll just say yes and will throw her phone off the block. But I'm afraid that even if all of that happens, it's never going to make me happy. I'm just going to find something else to be miserable about. Maybe that's all I'm designed to do, to crave blood until it sates me and pine after a fresh source. She's here in my arms. I know that she cares about me. I know that she may even love me in her own way. So why can't that make me happy? Why do I need to eat her to be everything for her? Things are supposed to be going well. I'm working on my degree. I'm living with someone I'm crazy about. My family's wealthy enough that I want for nothing. I should want for nothing. But every night, I have to pull away from her and run off to the other room so she can't see me slit my own hand and try to quell the urge. Literally eat myself rather than face this disgusting part of me. But I know there's no point. Nothing to face. What I want is wrong in so many clear, obvious ways. All confronting her would do is make her hate me and leave my life forever. I'd rather eat myself and live in the twilight of my heart than risk that. What happens when you have a thought that you know is bad, but it can't leave you alone? Some days I wish my best friend was a vampire. I mean, she is a vampire bat. But I mean like in the horror stories. I feel almost a little old saying this, but I remember the old stories. I remember the haunting tales of horror and lust and forbidden desires. So this new wave of what if vampires were sexy feels naive. They've always been hot. That's the point. They wouldn't function otherwise. But now it's all these fluffy, consensual monster fucker folks. Everyone wants the aesthetic of it. The shape, the fangs, the drama, but none of the bite, none of the meat. I think I get it, though. There's just something kind of bleak to it all, no? Wanting to be a willing participant in your own destruction, but not wanting to feel like your partner is doing something wrong? I get the appeal, I just can't. I know it's wrong to think these things, and I know I can't be that. I have a family depending on me to make something of my life, but I I failed that. (laughs) That's another thought, huh? I just... I don't know. I'm working. I'm living with a rich girl. She buys me food, and I think I love her, but I'm just... that, huh? An accessory. Hanging on her while I just can't... get over my own shit. I don't know what to think of Ace. We rarely talk, and I keep on telling myself that it's better to just stop. But when we talk, it's just magic. On those really lonely nights in bed with Bex, I crave her. I need her to obliterate me. I want her to want that so badly that it destroys any other feeling I can have. 
But when I'm able to get in touch with Ace, I, I feel like I'm living again. I don't even care what he has to talk about. It's so fucking sad. I keep telling myself that I want to live. I must want to live, because I'm still here. I'm still checking my phone, I'm still laying in bed with Bex and feeling her breath on my neck. I can feel my blood pounding. It almost makes me want to grab a knife and dig into my own body. Really just fucking put myself on a platter for her. <sighs> but that's wrong, obviously. Honestly, it's just exhausting. I have so many wrong thoughts. So many horrible wants I know are only going to make things worse and worse. Make me less and less a real person. It's just blood and longing. It's just blood and longing every day. I pine and I pine and I can't say a thing because... Could you imagine asking your bat friend to suck your blood? She... She has to know what I'm going through. I know I leave my phone open everywhere. I'm not a subtle person. And I want her to say... Something about it. Anything. Tell me I'm an idiot or... Ask me if I'm gonna be okay. Or hold me and tell me to leave him. But she doesn't. Everything is just... Fine, I guess. I should be happy that things are going well, and that she cares enough to keep me safe. And that maybe she does love me in her own way. But that love scares me too. What if she really loves me? Could I even process that? Could I even return that love like this? I can't go more than 24 hours without pestering Ace. And God, if she just straight up loves me, I... I, I don't know. I, I'd fuck it up. I'd tell her I love her too, and maybe she'll admit that she has a blood kink, and I'll feel useful for once in my life, and I'll promise I'll delete the Messenger app, and that I'll be her... thing for as long as she can keep me, and I'll trick myself into being happy, and... I'll open the app that I never got rid of the next day and notice that he didn't even care to send me anything, and everything... Everything will come falling apart. And then I'll have to smile at Bex and tell her, I'm fine, I'm just a little tired. And I'll put my face back together and pretend that this is okay, that it means as little to me as it does to him. And I'll pray every night that she loses control and nicks a major artery and my very heart and soul gets pumped out of my body all over both of us. And I'll be lucky enough to die before ever having to think about what a disappointment I was going to be for her anyway. No. It needs to be like this. It needs to be just a dream. So when I saw her... So when she saw me... And I saw her, her hand rich with thick gouts of red, the way blood sticks to flesh and fur, noncommittally. No thick strands, it peels itself apart effortlessly, only getting stickier the longer it stays outside. I see it running almost tantalizingly down her wrist. How, how deep did she make the cut? There's some clinging to her lips, to her fangs. I can feel my heart in my throat. I can't be seeing this. I, I, I can't. God, I hope there's none on my face as I pull back. She had to have seen. I thought she was asleep. I was asleep and jumped awake. A nightmare. The dreams keep getting worse. I ask her what's wrong. If she needs anything, I'll be back in a minute. I just needed some air. There's nothing wrong. 
There should be nothing wrong. She's lying to me. She's lying to me. Why? Why is she hurting herself like that? Why here and now and... And without me? Why does she not want to talk? She had to have seen it. Seen me, palm cut open, God, if there's blood on my face. I can't even risk looking at her face. I just need to leave. Go back to bed. Why couldn't it be me? She's so clearly ashamed. God, is this the end? How much did she see? I... I don't want to lose her. I take it all back. Anything. Everything. Please. I don't want to lose her. I have to crush this. I have to kill my heart now, so I can keep... So I can keep our friendship alive. I need to clean up and get back there and just... Just hope that nothing is wrong. That she doesn't think of me a freak and oh god, please. She can't. No, I want this. That I almost can't stand not fucking throwing myself on my hands and knees and begging to use me instead. After that? What if it's... I don't know. What if it's a bad thing? What if it's just the thing she's into? I know people who are weirdly into their own blood. I'm spiraling. I'm off track. The answer has to be that nothing's wrong. That I saw nothing. That she didn't see anything. No matter what, she has to pretend. There's no way in hell she didn't see. What the fuck is wrong with me? I just can't. I can't lose her, please. I just want... And now she's back in bed. She's slipping up along me. Her arms wrapping around snug. I can feel a small tremble in them. I avoid touching her hands even looking at them, just kind of squeezing in against her arms, trying to bury myself in against her, trying to lie to myself about what happened. It's going to be another night of this, another night of trying to make this work, of trying to lie myself into a happier place. But I don't know how much longer I can keep doing this. I don't know how to forget the blood. This was Eat Your Heart, Your Feelings, or Bow, by Luna. Read for you by B.P. Rugger, the Ineffable Moo Moon, and by Yugen, Wolf of Wanderlust. You can find more stories on the web at thevoice.dog, or find the show wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to The Ghost of Dog.